Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This is The Jerry Callahan Show. Well, I guess I've got to get to Bigsville Notch. Bigsville Notch, little tiny community up there in New Hampshire. Uh, I've never been, but uh, i got to put it on my calendar, and I'll tell you why. I've never met a Nikki Haley voter. I know they're out there. I see the polls, but I don't know anyone who supports Nikki Haley. I don't know anybody, any Republican that wants open borders, that wants endless war, that wants Nikki Haley in the White House. But she kicked ass. Clean sweep for Nikki in Dixville Notch. The results came in at midnight, just after midnight last night. Six votes. For Nikki Haley, zero for Donald Trump. Well, that's it. The, the six voters in uh, Dixville Notch, and they all went with Nikki. They all picked Nikki. I don't get it, but hey, good start for Nikki. She is uh, hanging in there. It's the only race. Actually, it's not the only race. I'm going to make a bold prediction uh, on New Hampshire today, which is the first primary state in the nation which is uh, not what uh, Joe Biden wanted. He wanted to take it away from New Hampshire and move it to South Carolina, which is why Joe Biden is not on the ballot. Here's my prediction. The Democrat race will be closer than the Republican race. The Dean Phillips, you know, the guy with the nose, the big schnoz, that guy is going to finish closer to Joe Biden than Nikki does to Trump. Um, because for one thing, you have to write in Joe Biden's name. If you want Joe Biden, if you're voting for the incumbent president, you have to write his name in. That's asking a lot. Uh, Nikki is uh, a product of the media. She's a product of Trump haters, loud Trump haters that want somebody to challenge Trump, but it's not happening. Ron DeSantis bowed out on Sunday it's not really a race, not because um, people just, everyone just loves Trump. No, because Nikki Haley is a terrible candidate, an awful candidate, a complete phony. She's a Democrat. She's not really a Republican. She believes in open borders. She believes in never-ending wars. She believes in continuing the uh, to support the defense industry where she makes all her money. Uh, she's a, she's not a real Republican, at least not today. She's not an America first Republican. So Nikki Haley will lose today. She says she's hanging in there, uh, till South Carolina, which is a month away. That's her home state. She will lose there as well and lose big. I don't think she's going to stay in the race. She can't. I mean, she's got a lot of money. She's got some billionaires backing her. She's promising to stay in till South Carolina and then till Super Tuesday, but it makes no sense. She has no chance. She never had a chance. She's just a product of the uh, the donors, the Trump haters, and uh, it's over today. Nikki's losing by 
we got that, that latest poll, Ironhead, that latest poll. Uh, this is the last poll uh, from um, the Globe, Suffolk University. Trump, 60%. Haley, 38 Now, again, I don't really get the 38 but that's a 22-point lead for Trump on the final poll. In the last week, Trump went up 10%. Nikki went up 1%. As I said, DeSantis voters aren't jumping to Nikki. They're not. They don't like Nikki. Nobody likes Nikki. So Trump will win. He'll win in a landslide. He'll declare that the race is over because it is. And Biden will win but not by as much as Trump. Biden will beat the Dean Phillips. But again, having to write in, this, write in his name is asking a lot. And New Hampshire doesn't love Joe Biden. Joe Biden in 2020 finished fifth, fifth with 8% of the vote in New Hampshire. He finished behind Liz Warren. Uh, he's never done well in New Hampshire. He's relying on the black vote, again, in South Carolina, which is how we get elected in the first place. He lost Iowa. He lost New Hampshire. And then South Carolina came to the rescue and saved him. Um, James Clyburn, that uh, South Carolina rep who is uh, older than Biden, he will. Pro- he is promising uh, that he will deliver South Carolina again for Biden. And he probably will. But it's kind of bizarre watching this whole thing unfold. Every news organization is up there. Everyone is acting as if there's something big brewing in New Hampshire. I guess that's what they got to do. That's their job. But tell me, what could possibly happen that would surprise anybody? There are 322,000 voters in New Hampshire. That's it. And they will go to the polls. They'll vote. They'll count the votes and Trump will win again. Trump, by the way, um, the, the, the effort to interfere in this election is never ending. It's not going to change all through the, I mean, the, the, hell, the campaign, the general campaign begins to, tomorrow, essentially. Trump versus Biden, and Trump will be in court every other day. He'll be dealing with cases in New York, in Atlanta, in D.C. for the next 10 months as he battles Biden, the latest, which is so, I mean, if you're not paying attention and I think people get numb to this, I do. You get numb to all the cases against Trump. Well, the case in Atlanta, as you know, probably is falling apart because you have a corrupt DA who hired her boyfriend who had no experience in these kind of cases, paid him almost $700,000. And he spent some of that money taking lavish trips with her. It's the ultimate in, uh, in, in judicial corruption. And the case should be thrown out. But even worse is the case he's dealing with today. I'm not sure everyone's paying attention. They should be. Because this is just insane what they're putting Trump through. Trump already lost this sexual assault case, essentially in New York, to E. Jean Carroll, And I understand people hate Trump. I understand they don't care whatever it takes to ruin him, to derail him, to stop him. I get it. But even if you're any kind of honest Democrat or independent or never Trumper, 
This should bother you. This should bother every decent American. It, it, is, it is amazing watching the media play along with this. Well, you know, much of the mainstream media, MSNBC, CNN, ABC, NBC, New York Times, and treat this like a legitimate case. It is so insane. This woman is a whack job. If you're being honest, you would say she has zero credibility because she does. She is a total screwball. She doesn't know when, what year Trump assaulted her. Doesn't know the year. She doesn't remember anything, essentially, um, about the day. She just says he raped her in the dressing room at a busy department store in New York City. Now, Donald Trump was famous then, big, famous personality in New York, around 95 or 96. Again, she's like Kavanaugh's accuser, zero credibility, doesn't know the year. Um, on top of that, she has rape fantasies. That's her thing. She talks about it. She tweets about having rape fantasies. She lives in the woods with squirrels. And, and rabbits. She's a total lunatic who paints the trees and the rocks in the, in the woods where she lives. And she doesn't hide it. She's a nut, an absolute nut. All these things I'm telling you about her, Trump wasn't allowed to mention in court. He can't mention that she went on with Anderson Cooper and talked about how she thought rape was sexy. This person if you were being honest, if you're being fair, you would say, is just making this up. She's bankrolled by left-wing billionaires, Trump haters, including the guy who started LinkedIn. He's paying her to charge, to accuse Trump of something, and she has no memory of it, none. And it worked, because she fought a New York jury to find Trump at fault. It's not a criminal case. It's a civil case. So right now, election day in New Hampshire, Trump has to be in court and a judge who hates him, this Judge Kaplan, who wouldn't let him go to his wife's mother's funeral or wouldn't let him, or wouldn't delay the trial one day so he could go to the funeral. He said, too bad. The guy just hates Trump. It's so obvious. So yesterday, they delayed the trial a day because a juror thought he had covid and by the way, Trump's lawyer, Elena Haba, said her parents had COVID. So they delayed the trial a day. So Trump had to be, went to New York, no trial. Today there is on election day. And they don't care that it's uh, taking him away from the campaign trail. That's all that matters. Stop Trump. But just as a reminder, we should do this again because she's a lunatic. She, I mean, I wouldn't care if she were accusing you know, my mortal enemy, I wouldn't, I wouldn't consider her a credible person on the stand. But just as a reminder, she made Anderson Cooper uncomfortable talking about rape. She made Anderson Cooper go to break because he didn't know what to say. Let's, uh, let's watch her again. This is the woman who is keeping Trump in New York and away from the campaign trail. Go ahead. I just say it's a fight. That way I'm not the victim. Right? I'm not the victim. You don't feel like a victim. I was not thrown on the ground and ravished. Which, the word rape carries so many sexual 
connotation. This was not, this was not sexual. For, it just, it, it hurt. It just, what, it just, you know. Well, I think most people think of rape as a, I mean, it is a violent assault. It is not. I think sexual. most people think of rape as being sexy. Mm. Let's take a short break. Think of the fantasies. Mm. We're going to take a quick break. If you can stick around, we'll talk more on the other side. You're fascinating to talk to. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very, very credible person. Rape is sexy? How is that inadmissible in court? Who is? Uh, he wasn't allowed to bring up any of her past, any of her writings, any of her tweets. Her tweets are unbelievable. She tweets about watching... Uh, the movie, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, with her mother. And she tweets about how weird it was to watch the anal rape scene in that movie, which is pretty brutal. I saw it recently. Uh, she tweets about that, about watching that with her mother. <laughs> She's a nut. And if, if you're being honest, whether you like Trump or not, you would have to say, that person is just making this up. Yeah. She hates Trump. The people who support her hate Trump. Trump wasn't allowed to mention that interview. Play it. He wasn't allowed to mention her past, her tweets, her history of fantasizing about rape in a rape trial. <laughs> just, it's unfair. It's election interference. And it's it's never going to end. He's going to be dealing with these cases with this with this effort to, to derail him, to stop him until November. It's incredible what they're putting him through, and it's only making him stronger. I mean, I understand they hate him, but they don't know whether they want to run against him or not. You know, they, they, they know they got a lot, of, a lot of material, a lot of opposition research with Trump, a lot more than, than they have on Haley or on DeSantis, but they... Um, and they could probably, they beat him last time. They could do it again as long as they can cheat again. But uh, Trump's, you know, the nominee. So they're facing him and they're not going to stop until they destroy him. It's truly incredible what they're, uh, what they're going to do. I mean, you got that, that Atlanta case is going to go through. I mean, you got to be kidding me. It's insane. The idea that these people, the New York case, the Atlanta case, they just are making it up as they go along just to stop him just to keep him off the ballot in some places. And they accuse Trump of being the threat to democracy. It's incredible. And hopefully um, more and more people can see through it. But all right, we got a lot to get to. Any results coming in on New Hampshire, Iron Ed? Have you seen any results? Nothing Is yet. Is it over yet? Yeah, it's over. It, I think it'll be called like the minute this, the polls close, just like in New Hampshire, like yeah. at 8 o'clock, boom, it's over. Trump wins. Biden wins, but not by that much to uh, to Dean Phillips. I don't understand New Hampshire voters who are writing Biden in. Biden gave you the middle finger. Biden said, the hell with New Hampshire. Mm -hmm. You didn't support me last time, so screw you. We're, we're, I'm not going to be on the ballot. I'm not going to visit. I'm not going to campaign. Uh, I'm going to ignore you. Why would you vote for a guy who said that about you? I don't know. It, it makes no sense. They're literally... Uh, walking around with signs that say, write in Joe, write Joe in. Why? The hell with him. Dean Phillips, we'll get to him. I'll, I'll get to this sound from Dean Phillips because obviously I would never support him, but he makes a good case. If you're going to, 
I mean, somebody had the guts to stand up and say, Joe Biden is a terrible candidate. Joe Biden is not fit to, uh, to serve four more years. Only one Democrat, essentially, unless you count Marianne Williamson, one Democrat who's a sitting member of Congress and who's rich, had the guts to stand up and tell the truth about Biden. He's going to uh, lose today, but maybe he'll, you know, maybe he'll put a scare into Biden. I hope he does because he makes good case. We'll get to him. We'll get to uh, my man, John Fetterman. I think I, I'm going to redo my odds on the vice president because I, I forgot about Fetterman. Trump Fetterman. What do you think of that ticket? I mean, both sides coming together. I think I think it could be good. He's turning yeah. more and more to a Republican every day. Right. They're both uh, uh, they're both <laughs> in favor of strong borders. You know, they both yep. want to shut the border down, which is unusual for Democrat. But it's amazing the transformation of uh, of John Fetterman. His brain healed and he became a conservative. His brain healed and he defied the Democrat Party. I never expected that. I did not see that coming. Ron DeSantis takes a shot at Donald Trump. Actually, he didn't. But uh, the Trumpkins are upset at DeSantis already for what he did to Donald Trump. And uh, and uh, two, we lost two Navy SEALs. They've been declared dead off the coast of Somalia, which is why I don't even know why they're there. But uh, Joe Biden never mentioned them. Joe Biden, the commander in chief, Got two guys killed, killed in action, and never mentioned them. Big surprise. We'll get to all that and lots more on today's Callahan Show, but first. Excuse me. A recession-proof investment without compromise, European American Armory Corp. or EAA Corp. has specialized in providing high-quality, innovative, and reasonably priced firearms to the U.S. market since 1990. Choose from a wide selection of unique and traditional pistols, whether you're looking for a concealed carry, revolver, shotgun, or competition pistol, EAA Corp. has it. EAA's 1911 series comes in compact carry or full-size in three popular calibers. First-time gun owner, no problem. EAA Corp. all-in-one 9mm MC9 striker fire pistols come fully equipped in a sleek, light, ergonomic package ideal for everyday carry. In addition, their lineup includes MC312 series of 12-gauge shotguns for hunting, sporting, tactical, or personal defense that will exceed your expectations. There's a limited lifetime warranty on every series available today from EAA Corp. EAA Corp. says get the quality firearm you've always wanted and save yourself a lot of your hard-earned money. Visit eaacorp.com to learn more and order online or through your local dealer. I, we should mention the, the Supreme Court decision yesterday because this only happens one way. The, the Supreme Court ruled against the state of Texas and for the Biden administration. If you're a Biden supporter, if you're a Democrat, you got to ask yourself, what is the objective here? What is the goal? Joe Biden took Greg Abbott in the state of Texas to court. Why? Because they want to let in more illegal aliens. I guess 8 million in three years isn't enough. Greg Abbott said enough. We have to protect our state. So they put up razor wire and fencing at the border. They sued him to take it down to make it easier to invade this country. That's your uh, president. That's 
your Democrat Party now to continue the invasion as long as possible to change the demographics to make sure Democrats win every election in four years, in eight years, in 12 years. They're looking ahead, big picture, and they want to make sure they get what millions and millions more. So they sue Texas and they win five to four. Uh, John Roberts, who's a snake and always has been, and Amy Coney Barrett vote to continue the invasion. They vote to tear down the razor wire and the fencing and let the illegal aliens in. Big win for Joe Biden. Big, big, uh, uh, big L for Texas and for the American people. It's a disgrace when you think about it. Our, the administration is actively working to destroy the country. That sounds like hyperbole. It sounds like an overstatement. It's not. They are literally working to bring in more illegals, bring in more drugs, bring in more gang members and terrorists. And they're going to court. And today we'll see them snipping the wire and helping illegal aliens into the country. Oh, and by the way, they're coming to Boston now. We knew it was coming. We knew we were heading this way. They've, uh, they've, they've you know, obviously been tens of thousands in New York, overwhelming New York, overwhelming Chicago, overwhelming Denver. Well, we were wondering, when are they getting to Boston? We're a sanctuary city. We're a sanctuary state. There it is, folks. That is Logan Airport. They're living in Terminal E. Illegal aliens are living in Terminal E at Logan Airport. This is your president. This is what he's working to do. There's a guy, by the way, when Massachusetts votes in March and then in November, they will vote for the man responsible for this. They will vote for the party who has made this their goal to overwhelm sanctuary cities, blue cities with illegal aliens to overwhelm the uh, healthcare system, the hospitals, the schools to overwhelm the airports. Let's watch. Yeah. Let's watch a little of this report from, I believe, CBS in Boston showing you how the illegals are now living in the airport. Dozens of migrants lined up sleeping on the floor of Terminal E at Logan Airport. WBZ's Louisa Muller is live for us at the State House tonight. Louisa, the video that we just showed was taken just a few days ago. So are the migrants still there at the airport? David, I am told they are back there tonight, but they weren't there this morning when I visited. You know, the migrants have told my contacts themselves that they're getting on buses and leaving during the day and coming back in the evening. So we asked lawmakers, is there a coordinated effort to move the migrants during the day? And what does that cost? And their answers were somewhat ambiguous. Last week, our camera captured dozens of families sleeping on the floor of Terminal E at Logan. Little ones toddling across the floor and babies. The issue isn't new. Massport officials said migrant families were sleeping in Logan in November, but the numbers are startling. Some estimate more than 100 folks. There's lots of children, a lot of children. Medford woman Katura Dews has been visiting the airport, providing resources to the families and speaking with them. A lot of well care stuff because a lot of them, while they're at the airport, they don't have access to a shower. So there's like some 
um, shower wipes, um, towel, little towels just to clean up while they wait. With the state proclaiming that there's no room to house more migrant families in emergency shelters, the question is, where are they going during the day? So they don't know where they're going during the day, but they're spending their nights at Logan Airport and being bussed around. It's an incredible thing going on in our country right now that one party, one one guy in the White House is determined to destroy the fabric of the country, to bring in more drugs, to make sure we have more overdoses, more fentanyl deaths, more gangs, more murder. Peter Ducey, by the way, asked Corinne Jean-Pierre about this because there was an illegal alien who murdered a teenage girl in uh, Virginia, I believe, yesterday. And she t- they just dismiss it out of hand. Hey, that happens. That's the price they're willing to pay to change the demographic, to assure that Texas turns purple and eventually blue, to make sure they can win Arizona in eight years, in 12 years, in 16 years. They are willing to sacrifice Americans. They're willing to see 107,000 people die from fentanyl. And uh, alleged conservatives on the Supreme Court are willing to help them. Amy Coney Barrett, Judge uh, uh, John Roberts, they voted to continue this madness. And I suggested, I think it's a good idea. Greg Abbott, next time you send a bus north, you should send it to Amy Coney Barrett's doorstep. I'm serious. Send it to New York. They send him to D.C. Just get her home address and dump a busload off at Amy Coney Barrett's and another busload off at uh, John Roberts. And if you know, have a few spare tents, give them the tents, tell them to set up right on her front lawn. It's time people started fighting back like Greg Abbott is fighting back. By the way, he says they're not going to accept this ruling. They're not going to let the feds cut the fence. So we might have a nice civil war at the border. And here's why I like our chances, because most decent Americans are on the side of Greg Abbott, including the Border Patrol. You really think the feds at the border want to cut the razor wire? Of course not. They know Joe Biden is a lawless president. They know what's going on here. They might do the right thing and support Texas and say, you got a job to do. You have to protect your people. They literally are saying the National Guard cannot guard the state of Texas. That's the policy of the cadaver in the White House. It's madness. All right, let's do uh, Dean Phillips. By the way, I respect this guy. You know, obviously, I agree with him on nothing. I certainly disagree with him when he says Joe Biden's been a good president. But he just says he's too old. He can't do the job. That's a fact. Dean Phillips is dealing in reality. All the other Democrats are pretending that the corpse in the White House can do another five years. Do the job. He can't do the job now. You want us to think in three, four, five years that he could actually perform the duties of the uh, president? It's impossible. Nobody believes that. And Dean Phillips is just telling the truth. Let's listen. I've said this 18,000 times. I'm only doing this to defeat Donald Trump. Nobody seems to want to do that in the Democratic Party right now other than me because Joe Biden can't is my proposition because the data says he can't. No one in the country right now cares. In fact, most of the people in the country are going to the Trump rally right now because he's listening to them. 
No one's asking about this stuff. I'm just frustrated. I hope you understand why I'm getting tired of it. You're doing your jobs, but you're not asking the questions that Americans give a about. <laughs> He's right. It's this big lie. It's everything. I mean, the king, the king has no clothes. And all the media, all the CNN types and ABCs, they're pretending. Joe Biden, first of all, they pretend he's actually doing a good job, which is nonsense. But they're pretending he can do it for four more years. Everybody knows that's not possible. Everybody knows. And they occasionally you have an honest Democrat like Dean Phillips or my man John Fetterman who say this can't go on. What, what they're doing to the country is just wrong. Uh, and I hope Biden hangs in there. I still, you know, I, it's probably never going to happen, but an, a debate, a Biden-Trump debate, or a Biden actually taking questions from the media or a Biden on the campaign trail shaking hands, it's going to be gold for us, Ironhead. We're going to have one gaffe after another. He's going to be wandering the wrong direction. He's going to be uh, falling down, tripping, stumbling, talking to ghosts, yeah. shaking hands with yeah. invisible men. It's yeah. going to be comedy gold. So he's, I'm all for he, it. Definitely on this on this uh, campaign trail he's about to go on is going to call Hunter Bo for sure. Yeah. Well, you know, he's going to tell you, Bo, you know those Navy SEALs we yeah. lost yeah. last week? His son, Bo, died falling off a, a ship off the coast of Somalia. Didn't know that, did you? Yes. And his, tra- and his casket came home in a, uh, a flag draped coffin. His, his son came home in a flag draped coffin. Was not combat or uh, a burn pit? <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, in combat. He knows what it's like. It's mm-hmm. amazing. I think, you know, that, that most people are sick when they see we lost two Navy SEALs. One of them fell off a ship as they were. Uh, trying to stop a shipment full of arms to get to Yemen. And the other one jumped in to save him in the middle of the ocean. I mean, this is a real American hero. They're both American heroes. If you're Biden, why don't you take a few minutes? If you're Gene, John, if you're uh, JKP, JPK, whatever, John, cringe, John Pierre, <laughs> why don't you take a few moments to acknowledge them? Even if you hate the military, and I'm sure she does, and I'm sure he has no respect for the military, as we saw when he uh, when he was looking at his watch when the bodies came over from Afghanistan, when he got 13 servicemen killed in Afghanistan. He doesn't care, but isn't it good politics to acknowledge these heroes, to say their names, to to uh, express your condolences to their families, to their to their comrades? I mean, it just he just ignored it. And put out a statement late in the day, but he doesn't care about that. Doesn't care about dead Navy SEALs. He has spent more time in the last two weeks talking about junk fees and the made up climate crisis than he has about dead Navy SEALs who are over there fighting his wars. But uh, anyway, let's get to my man, John Fetterman understand why it's controversial to say we we need a secure border 
Uh, I've been very clear. In fact, that was weaponized against me as Republicans in my race that I'm very much a, a strong supporter of immigration. And, you know, my my wife's family, I, that's the uh, Oregon story about that. Uh, and I think two things can be true at the same time. You can be very supportive of immigration, but we also need to have a secure border. And I really, uh, I think about immigration is we want to provide the American dream for any uh, migrant. But it seems very difficult when you have 300,000 people showing up encountered at, at our border to do that. And I think we need to, to re, do a reset and we have to work together uh, and develop uh, a new comprehensive solution to that. Wow. He's um, he looks the same. He's got he's got the sweatshirt, obviously, the gym shorts. He's still he's still not dressing. Uh, but here's what happened is his brain started to heal. And he became more lucid and, and more aware. And he became, it, it became more difficult for him to lie. Oh my God, really? That's what happened is to be a Democrat in DC, you have to lie. You have to say, you know, the border's secure and crime's not a problem and the economy's great. You have to lie. And he seems like a, a kid, like a child, you know, kids, they don't learn to lie when they're little. They don't have any pretense. They just speak the truth. That's what he is now. He's, he's been pissing off Democrats by telling the truth. A, he's very supportive of Israel, which is not very popular on the far left. You know, the, the Ayanna Presley's, the squad members, they hate when you support Israel, when you support the good guys over the bad, good over evil, when you condemn terrorists who kill babies and rape teenage girls. Democrats generally hate that. Ayanna Presley, AOC, Corey Bush, they hate that. Well, Fetterman just looks at the facts and says, of course I support Israel. Not only does he support Israel, but he waved the Israeli flag at the protesters, which I loved. Then he came out and condemned Bob Menendez, the corrupt scumbag senator from New Jersey, who's taken bribes from everybody, who's taken gold bars from Egypt. And he said, if you're going to kick George Santos, the clown from New York, the congressman, if you're going to kick him out for lying about playing college volleyball, don't you have to kick Bob Menendez out for taking gold bars to, uh, uh, to influence policy involving Egypt? I mean, stating a fact, he just doesn't have, he's just not playing the game. And now he says, we got to close the border, which is not popular among Democrats. So Fetterman, you know what? He'll disappoint me some point soon. I'm sure. I'm sure he's still, you know, a good, proud progressive, but right now he's defying his own party and it's wonderful to see. Um, Speaking of defying, we'll get to DeSantis last night. DeSantis is back in Florida and he's tweeting, which I don't think he ever did. I think his, you know, his handlers did. And now he's tweeting himself And he's probably really uh, letting loose, relaxing. He's probably had a few cocktails, maybe sitting on the beach. I don't know. And he's uh, tweeting and he tweeted something last night that pissed off the Trumpkins. And it was it was comical to watch because, uh, as usual, DeSantis is right. And these people, I mean, you just can't do or say anything critical about Donald Trump no. <laughs> without setting them off. Even you have to admit Santos was, uh, did not cross the line last night, but we'll get to that and more. But first, uh, excuse me. 
When things go sideways, will you be prepared? Some people are concerned. They might have to go for a long time without electricity or even food. That's why I want to introduce you to 4Patriots.com. Get preparedness products you can use now and that could save your life later. My favorite is 4Patriots new solar generator, the Patriot Power Generator 2000X. It uses the endless free power of the sun to power lights, your TV, medical equipment, even run your fridge. Or pick up one of 4Patriots best-selling survival food kits. Delicious tasting and designed to last for 25 years. They even have kits with real meat. And if the power's out, no worries. Just boil water over a fire, simmer and serve. You'll enjoy a hot meal and stay safe in a crisis. More smart people than ever are finding 4Patriots.com. Over 2 million customers trust them. You might even have seen them on TV. I had folks at 4Patriots set up a special page for you at 4Patriots.com slash Jerry so that listeners of this podcast can see this week's discounts and get deals before they go away. Go to 4Patriots.com slash Jerry. But hurry, these deals won't last long. Save more and get peace of mind now by going to 4Patriots.com slash Jerry. I'm trying to find out if Trump is uh, in, in the New York courtroom. Find out for, if he's in New York and then heading back up to New Hampshire. Or is he blowing off the trial today? Uh, it's just amazing. Amazing when you want. You just, just Google E. Jean Carroll. It's probably hard to find all the things she said and did. But she's a total loon. She lied about everything. She just made it up to destroy Trump. And it worked because they are just like it's going to work. In D.C. and Atlanta, you just get a jury of Trump haters, a judge who hates Trump, which is not hard to do, and you can destroy him. It's just so wrong and unethical. But uh, uh, let's get to DeSantis. Well, this is so stupid. The people, a group in Florida, uh, came up with a, uh, a plan. Big Trump supporters in Florida. There's a few of those. You know, they're out there. And they come up with a plan. They want to uh, get the taxpayers to pay Trump's legal bills. This is a, a tweet from Politico, uh, a story from Politico. It's, uh, uh, it says, a push by some Florida Republicans to use taxpayer money to help pay Donald Trump's multiple legal battles fell apart after Ron DeSantis threatened to veto the legislation. I mean, this was a real thing. State Senator Alina Garcia filed a bill that could allow the state to hand out $5 million to the embattled Republican frontrunner to pay his legal bills. So the voters, the taxpayers of, of Florida are supposed to pay his legal bills. And he's got a lot, I understand. And he's got a lot of cases that are totally unfair, total election interference. I understand that. But you can get donations for that. Hell, uh, he's, what he's been doing all along. If you want to donate to help pay his legal bills, you can. And lots of people do. Well, after this broke, uh, after this um, uh, story broke yesterday, Ron DeSantis tweeted. The, the tweet from Politico says, some Florida Republicans want taxpayers to pay Trump's legal bills. And DeSantis just a quote tweeted and said, but not the Florida Republican who wields the veto pen. So that's it. He's um, going to veto the bill. 
He's not going to pay Trump's legal bills. And whoa, that's all it took for the Trumpkins to go off on DeSantis and say they were accusing him of being drunk, of being uh, of being phony when it came to endorsing Trump. Really? So you expect Florida taxpayers to pay Trump's legal bills? You expect people, you know, maybe they don't like him, don't support him, maybe they don't have any money. And you want to take some of their money out of their paycheck to pay the legal bills? That's crazy uh, on its face. And uh, and uh, I, I wouldn't expect anything different from uh, DeSantis. People, someone at the Blaze, of course, they said DeSantis took a shot at Trump. That's not a shot. He's just doing his job. Of course he's going to veto that. I don't get it. But anyway, uh, I'm looking forward to DeSantis, you know, getting a little jiggy down in Florida with Twitter. Cause uh, I don't think, I don't think everything's cool with those guys. I don't think DeSantis is your, is your vice president. He no. might be attorney general. He might be secretary of defense. He might have a cabinet position. Although Trump said that was highly unlikely, but that's not for another year right. where you get pick your cabinet. He's going to pick his vice president soon. And I don't think uh, the wounds have healed. So I don't think it's DeSantis as much as I'd like it. I don't think it's DeSantis as vice president, but he there's plenty of cabinet positions that he could fill and do a good job. I like him as attorney general, keep fighting the culture wars, but I don't think they're, uh, I don't think he's going to campaign for Trump anytime soon. And I don't think those two kids are going to get along for a while now. I think they're uh, things little, little uh, bad blood there, at least for now. I don't think you'll see him in South Carolina campaigning for Trump. But anyway, um, any results yet? Results in? No, no results. Still uh, 60-38, and there's, I can't find anything about his current whereabouts. Uh, it's, 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 uh, excuse me. Are you one of the millions of American men and women dealing with premature hair thinning and hair loss? Or maybe you're scared about inheriting that thinning look because it runs in the family. We'll start 2024 off right with a real solution that delivers on its promise without the harsh side effects, unwanted chemicals, and no need for a prescription. Provia uses a safe, natural ingredient, Procopil, to effectively target the three main causes of premature thinning and loss. Provia guarantees more hair on your head than in the shower or on your comb. Effective for men and women of any age and safe on colored, treated, or styled hair. It's that easy. And right now, new customers can save over 50% plus free shipping on Provia's introductory package at ProviaHair.com slash Callahan. Every package includes a full 60-day supply of Provia serum for daily use, plus the Provia Super Concentrate for faster, more noticeable results. Provia works guaranteed, or you get 100% of your money back. Don't wait. Order now and save an extra 10% and get free shipping at ProviaHair.com slash Callahan. That's ProviaHair.com slash Callahan. It's amazing. Trump has to sit there and take this. He knows this lunatic is lying. and He has to just sit there and take it. And then he says, can I go to my mother-in-law's funeral? No. The judge says, you can attend the trial or go to the funeral, but you can't do both. What a dick move from this Judge Kaplan who just hates, hates Trump. Not an impartial, just like Fannie Willis and 
in Atlanta. They just hate the men. You could see, yeah. you could feel Jack Smith. You could feel the hate just oozing from his pores. But all right, we got to wrap this up. I got to go up to Dixville Notch and meet some Nikki Haley voters. But, uh, <laughs> we will uh, have the results again. My prediction is the Democrat race will be closer than the Republican race. Probably, probably get that wrong, but uh, uh, I like, I like Dean Phillips, you know, he's trying, somebody's got to do it. And uh, at least uh, Trump's on the ballot. Joe Biden's not on the ballot. I can't, I don't get any New Hampshire voter who would support him now. They should be like, screw you. You're trying to take away our thing, our first in the nation primary. Screw you. We're not voting for you, but we'll leave it there. Uh, what I miss, Ironhead? Um, we just have the uh, VP odds. Okay, we'll get to those tomorrow. VP odds. We'll see how it unfolds. I'm just telling you right now, the idea that Nikki Haley is even a consideration is just the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. That is never going to happen. Trump, by the way, going to South Carolina next. He has the governor of South Carolina. He has both senators in South Carolina. And he has like a hundred local reps and senators in South Carolina. He's going to overwhelm her in her home state, which is why I think she bows out before South Carolina. She has to. And then the country, are you ready for this? 10 months or nine months of nothing, but Joe Biden versus Donald Trump, nothing but Trump talking about Joe Biden every day, every night, every interview and Joe Biden hiding in his basement and letting the uh, media do the work for him. It's going to be wild, but I'm ready for it. I'm done with this uh, primary season. It's over. On to the general election. All right, that'll do it. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Ironhead. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show, and we'll do it again tomorrow. But I'm going to go to bed. Please help the podcast by clicking today's sponsor links in the show notes and leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify.